We are live on the radio. Oh, yep. culture. We wearing headphones, headphones today. We take, I know. We take the podcast and that. We got some new headphones. We are legit people today. Don't understand. People don't understand. We got new headphones. This means a lot, man. We take it to the next level of our lives, man. Well, you know what? Yeah, first, you know, it was a first, first, the thing is, can people hear us? Can, can, can you guys can, hear can, us? Can, can, can you Microphone hear check. Us? One, two, one, two. Because Harv, I don't know where Harv is at. I don't know where Harv is. I, I didn't even get this. I, you know what I mean? I, you know, soon we're going to have some producers. Oh, I'm so and, excited. And, and some interns and stuff like I'm that. I'm so excited. Because uh, uh, yesterday we were at the, um, we were at the, um, Full Sail. Full Sail. <laughs> you had one a moment, you're like, where were we again? <laughs> where were we? Yeah, I hear Yes, we are. So yeah, we was at the Full Sail. Uh, the culture radio, uh, me and so we were sitting at the table for the culture radio. And, and you know, um, we, were so, we were so surprised that uh, people yeah. were like mad interested in what it is that we do at the culture radio. Yeah. yeah, it was funny because when I first got there, of course, Miss O was fashionably late. First of all, I was not fashionably uh, late, okay? No, you was like an hour and a half late. Excuse me, he gives me a, like a task. Oh, uh, can you print this out for me? And it took an hour right? and a half to do that. And then I was like in the middle of getting dressed because first the initial time was changed. Oh, no, oh, no we want to get the pair early. Okay, what time? Oh, 11. Oh, yeah, print this out too. And I was like, all right, well, let me get myself together. And then I started, yeah, I can hear so I started, you know, after I was done, I started printing, and then I ran out of paper. So I had to go to FedEx, print it out, and then drive there. So, I hear Okay, what you did that? Okay. Yeah, so she goes, so anyway, so as soon as I get there, we had, um, what Full Sail did, they had a early, like, like uh, some of the students that saw the companies coming, they had like an early, uh, uh, you could come interview with them mm-hmm. early, from like 10 till uh, 1 o'clock, you could interview early. So. I'm going to be 100% real. I had no idea that so many people would be interested in the culture radio. Like, like, to, I, like I didn't know and how many people actually knew the culture radio. Like, I was humbled was and shocked. I come in. As soon as I come in, I'm setting up the lady from Full Social. Like, hey, you have interviews. I'm like, what do you what? mean? She's like, you have eight interviews. Wait, I'm like, what? It was, eight it interviews? Was like, it was like more than anybody else. And like, we're, right. we're, we're sitting there with companies like Disney. Uh, Live Nation uh, was Live there. Live Nation was there. Some other entertainment uh, entities, some radio stations, mm-hmm. media companies, things like that. So there was a lot of great companies there that, that uh, well established right. great companies. 
And then we started getting the line. Yeah, we started. I was like, oh, my voice. When it started, it was it was crazy. It was it was. You know, we had a lot of great candidates. So you know, I can't wait to go through these uh, resumes and and set up these interviews. You know, and I. Like, you know what I love is like the, I guess when you are not in this business as for a long period of time, you know, people are really hungry and they're really like, like dedicated in their craft and they want to learn more. So I'm just like, wow, you are just like really hungry. I used to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just like, my resume speaks for itself. But you know what? People, um, you know, people had a lot of great experience. You know, they know... I, I mean, even it, even though it's, like some of it is school, they just had like a lot of like you know like school experience and some p- personal projects. Some people had like multiple resumes. I was like, oh, what, what am I looking at? Yeah, they had like <laughs> resume for one area. I mean, they, you know, <laughs> I mean, they, what they do. Some people came with no resumes. Oh, <laughs> they I don't like, know how they that had happened. No resume. They like, uh, I just. Uh, but but but. But some but, people found out. But like people that found day. out like that day, like they were in class and their teachers were like, hey, go downstairs, there's a right. job job uh, thing. So I don't know. I think the teachers set them up for for failure. But um, at the end of the day, but it was great. We had so many great people that like right. like I'm excited about having these people come in and sit down with us and and, and possibly awesome. work with the culture radio because they they have so much talent and I'm excited. Like like I mean, they're like 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 the like the young uh, the, the young couple oh, that yeah, we met. Man. I mean, boyfriend they were, girlfriend. Even though right. she played, no, she did not play him. Played Stop no. it! Don't you know? <laughs> I definitely like loved. You know their enthusiasm yeah. and love yeah. as to how they com- you know complete each other. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty excited about them. And there was a lot of um, candidates that were out of the country, right? And people who were out they of state that flew, flew in. in. Flew in and I was like, so when do there. you leave? They're like tomorrow. I'm like, oh. Yeah, man. It was it was, it was great. Like it was great, and we were busy from the beginning to the end. Yeah, you still have people you see when it when it when it was like oh, right down. So it was great. So like soon you're gonna see a lot of great things from the culture radio, um, just from society, the, mm-hmm. the parent company of the culture radio. You know what I'm saying? Just it's gonna be so. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm I was waiting for this anyway, to be honest. And uh, shout out to Full Self for recognizing the culture radio, Thank recognizing you. how Definitely. far we come. I mean, to be honest, I mean, RSVP, we've been doing this off and off for about two, three years now. Right, and but, serious. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, anyway. But um, as far as the culture radio, like, it's been like six months, really. Mm-hmm. And for Full Sail to recognize us and to, you know, uh, have us there among all those, those some of those Fortune 500 companies, million dollar companies, and they had us there. Um, I, you know, I, I, was, I was very humbled by the experience because at the end of the day, you know, people that have had ideas for years don't get that type of opportunity or recognition. Right. And I was just blessed. I mean, you had people and they kept coming up to us. People kept coming up. They recognized us. When I was walking to the car, two people came up to me like, hey, you was so busy. I couldn't get, get to y'all. Right. But uh, can, can you take my resume? I love there was, that. Not, not going to mention a radio station, but it was somebody that was, there was some radio stations there. Mm-hmm. And somebody from another radio station came to us was like, yo, is there any way I can work with the culture radio? I'm like, are wow. you serious? Like, <laughs> well, we are very humble, and thank you very much for you know noticing that. Um, what else? So we have like we have a lot of things going on. Um, I know this weekend uh, we were live at the Florida Hair Battle that was at the Omni Resort this weekend. I wasn't live there. The hair, really? The hair battle, really? Well, I was there. Really? I was really? there at the Florida Hair Battle, and we were going live for that. Yeah, so you, was, you look, you look as they say, fish. <laughs> <laughs> so the group that I was uh, a part of is like main uh, main focus. You look like and poison 
Black Ivy. I kind of felt like um, Captain Planet, and like or like a Starburst because it was just like all the different colors. But um, I was able to work with this group for a couple of months. I lost some weight dealing with them. I mean, you know, uh, like the dance troupe. We were model dancers. So you, you still up for the BBW award, but you lose. I'm just wow, <laughs> wow. Well, I'm trying to get toned, but I mean, like I was, you know, um, like you know, I, you know, there's only two plus models on this team, you know, and and. and you know, I've worked with her, and I just think that it, I haven't done a hair battle in a very long time, or a hair show in general in a very long time. So, I mean, I think that this event um, was better than than most as far as the organization. I think there were some hiccups um, as to you know, like figuring out where to go within the Omni because the Omni is huge here. Um, but I think that the um, the contestants were pretty good. I think that our team should have won just because of technicality, but you know, who am I? I don't make these type of decisions. But the team who won, if they did not, you know, go over in time, they deserved it because it really was amazing. Like, 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 shout out to our new equipment because let's be honest, y'all, the video now right. is beautiful. Now. <laughs> like, like before, like before we were like, <laughs> but now we're like flawless. Now it's like flawless. The colors. Beautiful, but we those are iPhones. I don't know how it looks on Android. It looks great on Android. Don't, don't even, Android don't even hate on but, uh, it. But the iPhone, like, like seriously, it's, it's it, we up we here at the Culture Radio, we upgraded our equipment. Um, so um, now our video is like flawless, and we have so many more features. Oh, thank okay. you. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. You know, thank you. We got the culture, you know, RG Talk mugs. Um, we gotta get some Culture Radio mugs. We will. We know we also have like Culture Radio shirts. You know those those leggings are coming soon for RC Talk. I'm working on that. But yeah, but shout out to the new shout out to our new pretty much we upgraded our equipment. We upgraded our we upgraded like a lot of different things. Our mixing boards, our mics, and then uh, we upgraded the computer system we're using and stuff like that. So so it's really it's really uh, like a Florida's now now you see us. Like live, cause I used to be mad. I used to be seeing people their live be looking all fluid. All oh, so slick, like, and you just like, like I'm like, man, we up there like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Now, now, like, now, we, now. We look yeah. good. You see what happens when you upgrade a computer? Yo, that's what happens when you get some more money and you upgrade the computer. You know what I'm saying? You get a good For like, real. like the like. Let's be, I'll be real. Now that we have a, we have like a brand new i7 graphics card, crazy. But before we had like like the computer we had was like, like 10, 10 years, years old. old. It was like a first generation <laughs> i7 that it they was, was struggling to keep up. And know, one day it just went out. It just was like. You know, <laughs> you know, it basically told us like, listen, um, you have done this for a while and it ne and you need to let it go. And I was like, all right, you know, it's about that time. But you know, you guys, we have. Um, I mean, we're gonna have like an amazing show today. Amazing. We we, we, we got we got yeah. new feature. See, now we got that new computer. We got we can do new, new, new feature. We can like Skype and Zoom and things like that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, we we got to add people up in the. So middle. so who we got coming up? Next? So uh, so today we have a new um, new yoga instructor. Her name is Muma uh, Phoenix, and basically she's gonna be talking to you guys about how. You know her me too story as to how she was able to reclaim her voice through creating a business for naked yoga so naked for yoga. so for those who have been through you know um Can I try it now? no uh, <laughs> uh -huh. you know and, and and basically you know we're we're, we're, we're specifically going to be talking about you know cultural and social rape right i know we you know there's rape you know in every culture but when it comes to the latin and hispanic community we uh latin and 
African-American community, you know, it's one of those things that we do not really talk about. You know, we don't, like, we don't say anything. It's not, it's underreported. So we definitely want to kind of just give you guys some insight and as to how, at the end of the day, that we need to make changes within our community to move forward. And hopefully you guys who are struggling or, you know, that's going through this Me Too movement or trying to figure out as to how you can regain your strength, how you can regain your voice, Hopefully, when you guys hear her story, maybe you guys can, you know, take, you know, take a dab of doing naked yoga and reclaiming your body. You know, I'm, so I'm, you know, seriously, and like, learn about naked yoga and what. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> no joke about the race culture. We're gonna talk about that, but I want to find about some naked yoga. I, I mean, I know me. I don't know if I can be naked with my wife and. and well, it's always and, the after. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's about. Nah, for me, it's gonna be a dermal. It's, it, it's always it's, it's, it's the after my, effect if my wife is naked doing those sexy positions that you do in yoga stretching and, oh man I'm just gonna be like yeah but then give it to you me. know what but the whole thing is about being able to control that and I then after it's shit. all said and done you do your positions you're basically you getting a full it. workout it gotta, it, and I, then, I'm gonna give her a full workout well after the yoga you know that's the whole thing about yoga is about Finding inner peace and zen. I'm going to give us some inner something. You know what? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop All right, cool. So I guess, I guess we're going to go talk first commercial. Yeah. And then we got to have our one afterwards? Yes. Great. All right, Harv. Do what you got to do, man. Check it. Check it. Let me just see what's going on.
you always want to have you guys at least know that it is not easy, right? It is not peaches and cream. Oh, we're off. Thank you for joining us today. We are I'm so excited um, to talk about your story, talk about your you know your empowerment, uh, regaining your like your self worth um, through naked yoga. So let let everybody know who you are, where you're from, where you're hailing from. Well, I am Luna Phoenix. I am originally from uh, Spanish Harlem, New York. I started my naked yoga business in 2012 in Orlando, and I moved up here as of 2016 and started in St. Augustine in Jacksonville. Okay, so you're so what's the name of the of, of, of your company? Share everybody. What's the name? Okay, of the, the, the name of the company is New Reveal Yoga. It's spelled N U Reveal Yoga. The two first letters N U stands for the new you, okay. as well as the first two letters of nude. Okay, so nude, new reveal yoga, and that's located in Augustine, uh, Saint Augustine. Yes, correct. Yes. So I know that you, you know, like the like the main topic is just talking about like, you know, we're both Latinas. If, if you guys couldn't tell, which is Latina, that's correct, right? I know that she doesn't look like J Lo, right? Because everybody likes to think that everybody, you know, every Latina is light skinned but they're not. No. <laughs> you know, and I know that when I was talking to you, you had, I mean, your story is so inspirational. You know, and you know, it's one of the things that I know with the whole Me Too movement, especially when it like when it comes to you know rape and molestation, people always assume, you know, like the like statistically speaking, it's mostly non-women of color. Um, yeah. You know, um, out of all of the races, um, Native Americans are the ones that are being attacked more often out of all races. But I, you know, I know that you talked about things that, quite honestly, you know, when I like after I got off the phone with you, I literally had to think back of like different situations and I was like, oh my God, is that what that was? You know, so share with our, you know, with with our fans as to like, you know, what started this journey? Well, what started this journey is when I was um, younger, I had several um, encounters with um, sexual touch, not necessarily voluntarily wise, um, but you know, I've had, um, distant relatives come and touch me inappropriately mm -hmm. and you and all you do and you tell your parents and sometimes the reaction wasn't as positive or reactionary as you would hope right um it was more about well you have to take care of yourself you have to stop doing certain things to entice them so you know as as you grow up you start learning how to 
just you know, put your blinders on and keep them on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I got married. So now I was having, I was in my happily ever after marriage. And my husband and I, I do believe we were together for seven years. Mm-hmm. And I had moved into my in-laws house in New York because my youngest son at the time was diagnosed um, deaf, but we didn't know exactly why. So we went to New York to find out exactly why. And uh, in that time, staying with my in-laws, my father-in-law approached me and actually tried to rape me while Your my father kids were in the house. Yo, that's crazy. Let me ask you, so you was married at this time? Yes, sir. And your father's dad? My husband's dad, yes. I'm going to tell you, your husband's dad tried yes. to... Oh, man. That is, is, so is he alive? Because yeah, he's still alive. I, I know that, like, if my... If, if, if my dad... Ever, ever tried to touch my wife, but God bless my, uh, uh, rest in peace to my dad because he is dead. But it would be, it would be because it wouldn't be natural causes, <laughs> like it would, it would be that's just so crazy. Like, wow, like you know, I mean, like, how and in, in, in what universe, you know, you being you know, being a woman and you're married, right? You like, you would never think that your family, right, like that you're marrying into, would even think about stepping over that, like, that line I to thought, well, the way, that I, the way that I acted with him, I thought he was, like, a dad, a second dad to mm-hmm. me. So You should. I mean, that's your father-in-law. Was, it was right. a shock. It was a... I thought the day, the way that the day started, we were having a heart-to-heart, mm-hmm. and he came up to me and started hugging me. I melted, because I thought, wow, this is awesome. We hit a breakthrough. We are finally connecting as a father and daughter, finally. And that hug turned into something so much sinister. It was just, I now, just now, couldn't, now, I couldn't Let me ask you a question. What, was there enough. a history of, uh, was there, was, was the father-son relationship between your husband and his father, was it always good? Was yeah. there trouble in the relationship that, you know, not saying any, you know, you know, it, no, no reason is right regardless, you know Correct. what I mean? But was there some history between him and, 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 and your husband that they had that would maybe... Questionable. Question, that's questionable that this right here that happened with you because maybe they didn't have a tight relationship or they had problems in a relationship or something right. like that. Was there anything that went uh, on between them? I would, you know, I, at, at this current moment, I wouldn't even say that because his father, he, you know, my ex-husband still lives with his father now. After the divorce, he moved in with his dad and his and his mom. Now, your so, ex-husband was he like black, white? I mean, not like he's a, a white Puerto Rican. So this was not your current husband, your ex-husband. Absolutely not, not my current husband. Okay, and so um, was the reason for your breaking up because of what happened with the father? It was part of it. Okay. Um, you know, as with every, you know, I was I was I'm a former Catholic, so as any Catholic woman. Divorce is usually not our option. Right. I come from divorced parents myself, and when I got married, I really, really was. I went. I went in as this is a commitment deal. You know, hands down, that's it. Whatever happens, I gotta go for it. Um, When this happened, it tore my world upside down. I didn't know exactly how to approach it, how to do it. I mean, here I am studying martial arts. I'm trying to get my uh, my belt back. 
and my three kids are in the, the house. In the same house, so he did not have enough. Like, I'm sorry. Did the ex-husband support you? Did he? Did he? Was he? Did he have his back? Your back? Did he approach his father about it? Um, He approached his. He did approach his dad about it, and his father simply said, "I can understand why you would believe her over me because she's your wife, and I'm just your dad." But you know how things happen. So basically, he did like the uh, like the to guilt trip on his own. Yeah. Like, like it doesn't matter what I say because you're going to believe her anyway type thing? Well, no. Um, the way that my, hus- my husband at the time um, put it in his mind was, okay, fine. He did that. It's not cool. But take it as a compliment because that just means you have a fat ass. I was, and I was just like... So he, so mean, he what, slapped your butt. What can you butt? say after that? <laughs> just, just like, so, he, so, so what he did, he slapped your butt. It, no, he didn't just slap my butt. He put his tongue down my throat. Um, oh, whoa, 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 and whoa, 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 No, it wasn't just a slap on the butt. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I think I had a Me Too moment. Uh, no, oh, seriously, I, oh, just, uh, okay. this happened to me. I was at a family gathering, and uh, I'm not going to mention anything, but, you know, um, uh, uh, one of my wife's uh, family members, I, I don't want to even say it because he's probably figure out but let's say somebody on my, my wife's side um you know one day we was hanging out and, and at the family family all together mm-hmm. and she just came and slapped me on the butt and did she put her tongue down your throat well no but but I, what, did, she, did she grab your junk no but she slapped my butt it was highly inappropriate i felt very i truly felt uncomfortable well that's fair is it is it that me too Exactly. So, mm-hmm. like, like, and I'm not saying this was as as dramatic as yours, but I definitely understand when you see somebody on your your you know you try that's family right there, and you mm-hmm. see you see them as family and and all that. And when they take it past that line, you know now you know the man in me, it, you know before I probably would have said, oh, psh, you slapped this, but I know you like it. But when it happens to you, you know what I mean? It's like it's so unexpected, and you don't know how to really react. It's like. I told my wife and she she kind of laughed it off and I, I kind of laughed like, too, okay. but but it was really like uncomfortable because it's like you're not expecting that you're not that that that's not really appropriate for any situation you know what I'm saying it's like and how do you really approach that because now you're at the point of you know your wife or husband that has lived with these people all their life right. and now even though you know that person loves you and you've been together for a few years but at the end of the day like it puts that person in an awkward position like now who do I believe because at the mm-hmm. end of the year naturally you know you should believe your wife but if your father your mother your cousin or brother-in-law brother sister whatever that you know all your life and they say I didn't do this it's like well, I, you know, it, 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 it's, it's a bad situation for you and it's a bad situation for your spouse. Well, here's my it, thing. You know what I'm saying? I, I think, in, you know, in, you know um, in this current situation, you know, um, you, you should always believe, you know, if you're married, you should believe your significant other, right? And I think that the fact that this individual did not, you know, your, your children or his grandchildren are in the house, right? And he felt that it was okay to disrespect you and his son, you know, the relationship that he, like, you have with his son, right? But he didn't care at that moment. 
You know, I, I think that, you know, when we have conversations or women have conversations, you know, they always wonder, like, well, sometimes you just hope that, like, whatever is happening just stops, right? You just kind of put yourself in a mental space and be like, this is going to be over soon, was there and any, then I can just move on. Was there you any inkling, you know, while you were dating, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying any, I'm not trying to justify what he did in any way, not at all. But were there any signs that maybe you, when you look back now and reflect and say, oh, okay, because what, what we tend to do is when, you know, when we're around somebody is like that drunken uncle in the family that, you know, he's that, that nobody, you know, he's a drunken uncle right. and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? He'll say some things, but then people just brush it off. Mm -hmm. uh, well, in every Hispanic uh, family, we have that one family member that the, that the a female adults say, stay away from him. He's not appropriate when he's drunk. He's mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. someone. And was that so the father? told all the signs by my mom. I was told what to look for and what not to look for. And when I was dating at the time, even when I look back, I never got that from him. From him, when it came towards me. When it came towards me, it was more like he really didn't like me because I'm the darkest girl his son was dating. <laughs> it was more like that it was more of like oh i mean you're pretty nice but so you think so you think but, maybe he but you know it was more like that so it was so when i like i said that day when we were talking it really felt like everything was just it was a meltdown it was just like a a, a heart to heart like he was revealing his real nice self to me to me so i thought oh my gosh we're having a bonding moment and when it turned to that, it went from, oh my gosh, to, oh my God, what the heck is going on? That's what it turned into. And my first thought, here I am, you know, I am a martial At the time, I was practicing martial arts, so, and that was the first scenario we were trained to protect ourselves from. But here I am, I have to split my head going, well, this person, I don't know how he's going to react if I react that way, and my kids are in the house. What would it what would it look like yeah, if one of them saw <laughs> us now. at it, like trying to battle each other out? Mm -hmm. How would it look like, mommy hurting, you know, grandpa, and you know, by the grace of God, which child would wake up? Now, a uh, question, um, Darian, do you think that his actions were motivated um, by his? Prejudice or dislike of you because of your dark your, your darkness and ethnicity, and he was trying to cause problems on purpose or test you to see, okay, you know, it, not, I'm not trying to justify anything he did because regardless of why he did it, it's wrong. So I want to make that clear. No, I get it. But I understand. No, the, the way that it's motivated? the way that it, he made it sound like it was that he admired me. As when we were living in his house, we were living there for approximately, I believe, like seven months, and he, the way the the, the conversation that we had that day was that he was um, dumbfounded on how smart I am, and yet I am with his son. Like, like, how can you be this person of high intelligence, and you're so responsible, and you're so this, and you're so that, and yet you're with my son? Now, now, oh, yeah. So, um, Levy, one of the um, questions that someone has, has asked 
is that they wonder if there was any molestation in your husband's family prior to the marriage. I'm As, sorry? So they're asking, was there any molestation in your husband's family prior to the marriage? That's a good question. Excellent. I don't know. That, that's a conversation they never had. Never. Okay. I do. Um, so I cannot answer that question for my, my, hus my ex-husband's side of the family. I know for my side of the family, um, there is molestation history, and I know there's some family members that would not want me to even go there to talk about it, but right. I, there is a history now, of I, it. There is suspicion of mm -hmm. it, yes. Now, I know that when we were um, having a conversation, you mentioned, um, like, for in, within the Latin community, I'm not sure, about, you know, within the African-American community, where you talk about um, a, a thing called breaking her in, right? And that's something yeah. that is... Um, where the family member, you know, if you're, especially like if they're like a deep, like deep in religion, like Catholics and stuff like that, they're deep into it, and they're like serious, you know, they feel like, oh well, you know, you need to learn how to be able to to, to take care of your husband, right? You're kind of teach, you like trying to learn, like you gotta learn how to cook, you gotta clean, right? You gotta make sure that you look a certain way because you gotta be presentable for your husband. Definitely, I, I right. Agree that. But I mean, there's a little bit more to it. Yeah, that's um, not that more to it is not right. Right. Yeah, there is. There is. I mean, I've had family. I've had not not family members, but friends. I should say. I have had friends that have told me that um, they've been molested by uh, an uncle, or and it's not even a close uncle. It could be like a third, fourth. It's a distant uncle. He is a second or third, blah blah blah, of my mother's side of the family, and they've come to do something to her because one, she's way too pretty, mm -hmm. and two, because she's way too pretty and there's so many boys that are gonna come after her, they need to train her, per se, how to look apart, how to be the part, and how to, even though she's having these experiences with her uncle, act as if she's still a virgin for her husband, enough. Well, so I, that way you know, it's not a disgrace. Now, I, I understand culturally there are certain things that, uh, you know, it's passed out from woman, woman how to treat your man. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, my wife is Haitian, so, um, you know, there is, uh, you know, the mother does sit down with the daughter and teach her this is what she needs to do for your man. Correct. You know what I'm saying? I know in the Haitian household, one of the things is, like, you know, the, the Haitian woman to cook. The man does all the manly stuff. At the end of the day, when you're in the Haitian household, the men really don't do anything. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of Caribbean, right? Mm -hmm. That you know, you when I go to my my in-laws' house, I don't do crap. Like the women are cooking, they're doing everything, and they like yo, just relax and chill. And the guys are getting together, right. and they just talking. The women handle everything. So I ain't gonna right. lie, I kind of like that aspect of the culture. <laughs> so don't even, I'm with it. <laughs> You're but, like, hey, but, okay. But there are the dark sides of the dark side of those cultures mm -hmm. where you have the uncle, you have molestation, you have where. Uh, a child is scared to say anything because the parents are always going to believe the adult. And that's definitely like Caribbean families where like if the child right. goes and says, you know, mommy, daddy, uncle touched me, stuff like that, and the uncle says no, they're going to believe the uncle and then punish the child for, for lying. Saying for si saying it lying or you trying to mess things up or you trying to mess your, life, your uncle's mm -hmm. life up or your cousin's life up, stuff like that. So it is a, a culture, especially Car Caribbean, even African African American community, Latino community, right. where like it is this 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 shield of this culture of silence when it comes to uh, our young people getting um, 
getting touched or being involved in sexual activities with family members. And it's like it's like a we, we get on the Catholic Church about cover us, but we got these right. young women living with uncles and family members and even fathers that are doing it and the whole family know and nobody said anything. But then these same people these are, same, are, same are, are talking about all oh, these Catholic churches are horrible. But we do the same thing in our community, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So at the end of the day, you know, um, definitely it is important that a story like this is definitely uh, told. And I, I mean, if you can imagine, like out of everyone African, you know, um, within the African and Latino community that is reported, 15 go underreported. So one in 15. So one person and it's 15 others. Can you just imagine, you know, of like how many things, you know, you know, how many situations or, or situations like this are happening mm-hmm. within our own community. And it doesn't have to be like a crazy uncle. It can be someone that we know, you know, that we're not family saying member, anything. Family member, a friend, family yeah, friend. Yeah, it can be a family friend, friend exactly. Someone that's that well-trusted um, for years, and then all of a sudden... All of a sudden, be doing crazy stuff, you know? Yeah. And then no one ever thinks about... Um, oh, we had um, a viewer wanted to know as to, like, why did your husband ignore you and did not do anything after that situation happened? Well, the only thing that I can think about is, um, think about it, he admired his dad. Mm-hmm. His father um, it was, was an, an ex-military police officer, very high-ranking, very sophisticated, very dignified, um, had a very high-ranking job. If I say exactly, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Correct. So he had a high-ranking job yeah, yeah, yeah. in a bank. So, um, <clears throat> you know, so it's... It, you know, put yourself in, in, in me. If I was to put myself in his shoes, I have a relationship with my mom, but I would have approached her and we would have had a heart to talk, heart. Right. Like, like, seriously, mom, come on. But yeah. I guess in his mind, it was just like, well, he's my dad, that's my wife, my wife is pretty, I know that she is pretty. I got nothing um, to do with that. Right. You know, but, and I don't know what it was in his mind and how he ran it. He wanted me to just, you know, Let suck it, it up, get over it. Let it go. Forgive him. And, you know, he's a man and that's it. And, you know, this is the typical, going back to the culture, it's the typical response for anyone, any man who gets caught with his hands in the, the cookie jar, mm-hmm. how to respond. Well, you know, when you're in a Hispanic culture, oh, so he touched a girl, okay? And it was with a family member? Well, then she should know her role. Her role is keep the family together. Right. You know. Uh, all family, all community. You don't bring this house down. You don't, yeah, you don't, you don't bring your, your dirt to the outside. Um, if any Hispanic person knows the saying, as I was telling you, Ray, is that, you know, La cosa de casa nunca se la ve a la casa de ajena, which means the the, the, person, the, you know, the stuff in the house you never show to other people. It stays home. Right. Period. Say nothing. You know, sangre, sangre, y agua es agua. Blood is blood, water is water. And that's how they answered it. So, you know, for me, I can't, it, you know, it took me three years. Uh, it really messed up a lot in the marriage, and I, I took it. I tried to. I tried a lot of things. You know, I always thought forgiveness meant forgetting, and because I couldn't forget, they kept saying, "Well, you haven't forgiven yet," and it just 
It boiled and boiled and boiled. Oh, yeah, definitely. I definitely understand that, man. It boiled a really, it boiled me so much that I started thinking, well, you know what? If if it is my decision, if it is my my thing, then maybe the next guy that says I have a fat ass, I'll just go to him and that should be okay, right? Because right. Now, now, I, I'm gave, not... I gave permission for it um, and it made me feel better. But when I thought like that, that broke my marriage. It, it oh, really yeah. did. And I'm I went not here to therapy, to I got messed up. So it, now, it really now, took, now, took me out. Now question, um, my thing is, uh, my question to you is, if your husband would have reacted differently, would you think it? What would do you think that would have saved the marriage? Because it, it seems like from his reaction, you know, it opened the floodgates of insecurity, trust issues that that led to other things that caused your marriage to, you know, end in divorce. Do you think it started? It would have been okay if because you know, in marriage, you know, I've, I've been married. Uh, 12 years, been together 15 years, and you know, you go through the ups and downs. But Absolutely. at the end of the day, we didn't never experience something as traumatic as that. But do you think that if, if, if his, oh, we got stuff in the studio for it. Do you think that if he would have reacted differently uh, towards you, towards the situation, that when the other stuff in the marriage came up, you y'all would have been able to deal with that a little bit better be, because I, I think I think so because currently my current husband is more is a little bit more nurturing. I mean, mm -hmm. like like in every marriage, he can be a butthole and I can be a and I can be one too. So like, he, he, he goes, he goes, yeah, we go both ways. But when something that traumatic happens to me or anything traumatic happens to my kids, my current husband is there 100%. Good, He's good. very nurturing. He listens. Even if he can't comprehend how to help me, he's he's there. So I think that if my first husband would have done the same thing, like not necessarily go against his dad, yeah, yeah, but, supported but you and supported try to do what he had to do and go through the therapy with me, try yeah. to allow me to go through my emotions and my emotions and whatever I had to go through, it may have been different. Because the number one thing I kept saying to him was, we have a daughter. And if, um, you know, someone is that willing to do it to me, yeah. I can't, God I can't trust your children to go to the, the grandparents' house. You know what I'm saying? What, what you do to my daughter. And... I mean, so this, you know, and, I, and my kids know what happened, and it was sad for me to have to tell them because it's been a very long time since they seen their grandparent and grand, you know, that particular grandparent, and now they know why. But you have to discuss that because you just can't be like, oh, lie to them. Yeah. And but I, but, but what I told them was, is like, you know, right now I tell them the heart to heart, and I tell them, look, the, the reason why I'm so protective of you guys is because I honestly know that when it came to me, nothing was done. And if nothing is done for my children, I can guarantee I will be in jail. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I, I can guarantee it. I can guarantee that my reaction will go above and beyond because I will, I will take it as if it was done to me mm -hmm. and reverse it. And that's the reason why um, I, I had, you know, that's the reason why my husband, my current husband, threw me into yoga. That's because it was like, you know, having those flashbacks and having those 
thoughts would turn would flip me. I, I was a, I was a, like a light switch. One minute I was crying nonstop. Next minute I was angry and pissed and willing to just hurt anybody in my way. Hold on, Luna. Um, hold that thought. Let's let's go to a quick commercial break, and then we're gonna go um, uh, come back, and then we're gonna let you guys know as to more about nude yoga and all the benefits. Yeah, we're gonna lighten up the mood a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you gotta let me go now. So we're still live on the Culture Radio. Appreciate you all tuning in. If you want to see us live, Facebook.com, RSVP, talk. It's the music. It, it gets me in that Right? It's like smooth jazz right now. Shout out to all the rest of the shows, uh, you know what I'm saying, Arrogant Assholes, uh, Soul Snatch Radio, um, DJ Nikki Rain, uh, AE, MC Square, Uncork Wine Room, you know, uh, shout out to all of them that are, are bringing a lot of attention to the culture of radio and, and, and our show and, and they're doing to each other. Uh, I know the Arrogant ha- Assholes uh, the other night uh, had a crossover show. With uh, these uh, uh, soul I like how everybody not doing crossover shows. Yeah. Really. So you know what I'm saying. So uh, shout out to young. all the other shows. Like you know, I could really say that the culture family is really, really a family now. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, everybody's getting together, supporting each other. It's good to see that. So shout out to the rest of the shows. All right, back, back. To so our back. Party. So now we are back, you guys. We're gonna be talking about. We talk about yeah, yeah, no good. Now. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about the nitty gritty about doing, you know, nude yoga and how nude yoga can help you and, and, in and, your and, and, in your spirit. And how it turns to a swing party. Right, no, no. So we, and we talk <laughs> okay, about how it'll, it'll yoga, to yoga <laughs> you know, brings the inner, you know, help you get into your zen moments, you know, able to help you combat those demons. So Miss Phoenix, right? Bloom or Phoenix, right? Yeah, Bloom, right, yeah. Okay, Phoenix. you got it right. I'm so proud right, of you. Right. Right. So, like, so, oh. so, so let's be honest. So, so, so with this naked yoga, what do you do? Explain to everybody what naked yoga really is. Okay, well, the naked yoga that I teach is like a, we always start with an unmasking ceremony, is what I call it. Unmasking ceremony? What, what, you put, what does you that put, mean? What, what, you put masks on? Also, you use protection? No, no. <laughs> so, everyone comes to my class with clothes on. So, this, mm. this helps those who are not into the naturist or nudist um, lifestyle mm-hmm. feel a little bit more comfortable in my class. Okay. So we come in, we come in with loose clothing, and we shed it by um, by two. So I go according oh, to the Japanese. Strip poker, baby. Strip poker. I like this already. Let's keep it going. Uh, so I go according to the Japanese haku. With the Japanese haku says that everybody is born with three masks. Um, the first mask you're born, and that's your that's your that's you. Perfect. That's absolutely. Then the second mask you earn by your parents teaching you everything, all the society rules and everything else. So you're still you, um, but you're still learning. So you can be the you know the person that, that, that sees that side is usually your close friend, your spouse, that side. The other mask and the third mask is usually the biggest one is the one that everybody sees. So 
we we use we represent your clothing as you consciously removing that mask so you stay with the mask that oh, you were born right. with it's getting sexy so, baby. <laughs> So yeah, so that's how we work it. That's the unmasking. No, that's how you work it. So okay. once so, you are revealed, okay, and uh, revealing means you're nude. We go through the normal, like a normal naked, like a normal yoga class. Like I, you know, we start with the breathing. I put you through a series of poses, mm -hmm. and I end it this with is, meditation. I, I always try to end the class with at least a 15-minute session of meditation. I'm, I'm so, happy to turn. turned on right now. I'm just letting you know. So, so how long is your yoga sessions? Is it like? 45 minutes to an hour, hour and a half? I mean, my sessions are usually an hour and a half plus. Oh, oh we're talking about yoga. Yeah, yeah we're talking about yoga. So that's a whole different session. Um, no, the, the classes are normal. It's an, a normal to an hour class. It's 45 okay. minutes of activeness and um, 15 minutes of meditation. But and it is like full on like you know like because some of the yoga because some of the yoga poses naked, right? are you know are difficult to do and then like in, in compromising positions so like, like i would never want to be behind anyone i would be in the front of the class has anybody ever farted during a position in naked yoga I mean, you usually fart in in yoga. I mean, like it's gassy. But what I'm saying it, I mean, is, at least there's. It has happened. It's a natural thing. I mean, farting, queefing. What, you know, what queefing? You got these girls queefing? It's all natural, and it happens. It does happen. Does it ever like stink badly in there? Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? Uh, there was only one time that has done that, and that, and I had to speak to the person because she just came from the gym and forgot the shower. Oh, must be cool. But uh, I usually remind my students: do me a favor if you're coming from work and you have an active lifestyle. Take a shower before you come. Now, how, you do that, have a shower there, correct? I do have a shower okay. here. Okay. okay, question. Has any any man ever been hard? Because just talking about naked yoga right now, I'm hard. So my question <laughs> is, has any man been, been been naked and hard in yoga? Well, it's, you know what? It's also women, right? Do women yes. get turned on? Like, yes, yes. I mean, oh. that's what I talk about. You know, that's when I mentioned the fragrance. Women, oh. we have, we, we, we're, we, when we're turned on, we have a fragrance mm -hmm. that, that goes all over the, the, the room. Mm. So, yes, women get turned on and oh. men have erections. Those are all natural experiences. The only thing I say, and there's always a rule, ladies, do me a favor. When your nipples get perky, there's mm. no need for you to rub them. Oh. There's just no need for it. You know, unless you're moving it out the way. Perky Men, same thing. Queefing, perky nipples. And erection. <laughs> well, erection, don't do that for me. But the other stuff. I'm oh, just man. saying, erection. Yo, what time is your class? How much is it? Because I'm feeling <laughs> it, right? <laughs> well, I mean, like, I would assume that because of what you do, right, and that and, and, and that totally, like, going, with, going by what you went through totally empowered you. Like, I can't imagine going going through like what you went through and be like, you know, I'm gonna just do naked yoga and I'm gonna just expose my whole body in front of all these strangers. And hey, you guys can go ahead and just expose your whole body, right? And I, what? Yeah, when I had the experience, um, like I said, I went to therapy and in therapy, like like you know, there was there was three people of me. There was the, oh my God, I'm gonna stay here crumbling in the corner, still crying. The pissed off, I'm gonna just hurt everybody. Mm. <laughs> and the, why me, why me? And in therapy, um, they did tell me that I have to accept some part of responsibility on my own healing as well. Correct. 
you know, and uh, I didn't like that, but at the same time, I understood it. And so I went to modeling thinking, well, you know what, if I'm so damn pretty, then maybe I should just go into that. And then when I started, and that's how I met my current husband. So your current husband is the one that helped you. my current husband, and he told me to take something, take, you know, the modeling part was not nurturing the part I needed to nurture. Right. So he told me, why don't you do yoga in the nude? Do it that way. I think. And I was like, are you crazy? I think your husband, I mean, you know, your husband is like very innovative, right? To kind of just say, let's just be naked. Like, do you guys do naked yoga together in, in your class yeah. sessions? Absolutely. We just came to the, we, uh, we, uh, before this, before today, before this um, interview that's happening right now, I had a class and he was there. He was in the class with me. So yes, he does, whenever he has so, a chance, so there's he couples. class with me. So has you and husband ever been doing naked yoga together and he got to, to naked sexa? It's not in the class. Maybe after class, you free. No, during class, never, because he, um, he and I have that relationship in class that I'm his instructor and he's my student. Oh, so you Period. tell him what to do, like bend over, so, yeah, do a split. Yeah, does it turn him on? <laughs> I'm sorry. Does it turn him on? Like you be like, you be like, now take the. Position. Actually, no, it doesn't, because it put, he goes into a different space. My my husband was a nudist since he was. A, um, since he was young. Oh, so, so seeing bodies is not a big deal. Yeah, you know, it's a whole different thing. It's the mood. The mood is a whole different thing. I mean, of course, he's not he's, he's not a total, not a man. I mean, he's a man. So when he sees something that he likes, he goes, ooh, that's, wow, I like so, that. So, so, but, so, right, this may so, like be the dumbest question ever. And I'm saying this is the dumbest question ever. So do nudists have sex naked, or do they put clothes on to turn them on? I wish you just shut up and just go ahead and get out of the damn room. That's stupid. I said it's the stupidest. Having clothes or being without clothes is just being with your. No, I would think because nudists are always naked, right? So it's nothing. So putting clothes on, but they do put on clothes. Baby, that's sexy, and they have sex with clothes. I mean, look, if I can, I can be totally naked, but if I'm pissing him off, that's not gonna turn him on. So, so so you do have like um you know if for a first timer right and they wanted to have a private session and because you know if they're not ready to be exposed in a group of individuals do you have private sessions yeah you know I have, new private, yoga I do sessions? have one-on-one private sessions and I tell the client look you can you know I am I'm a regular yoga instructor too I go mm -hmm. to other places that they're not gonna allow me to strip down oh. so if they mm -hmm. are not comfortable mm -hmm. then yes we can keep our clothes on and work out like like a normal in session or if they really want to challenge themselves to try to go to a naked yoga class we can go from you know bathing suits okay from bathing suits to intimates from intimates to nothing okay so you, you know, do have stages work, for this. working levels and there is couples yoga, so now you can go ahead and take your, take Marie. Yo, you I'm guys can have a private session. I'm a real. We have a private session. My wife is naked. Yo, <laughs> yo, it's been 15 years. I still, I still want my wife. Like I, I they're not I paying desire. attention. You're only paying attention to the sexual object yo, of your she's wife. Sexy. You're not my wife is beautiful. To the and I'm level her eyes. I'm like, yo, there should be a way that your wife can be walking around butt naked. You can see the beauty of her all the time. But enhance, but not only just go, oh, I want to be in it, 
but you can look at it as a as you're looking at the Mona Lisa. Nah, nah, I want to be in it, on it, around it, on top of it, below it. You know what? I think that like the whole idea of it is very erotic in the sense of. You're taking, you know, your Miss Ho's getting turned on. No, no, I'm just saying, like, you know, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, if you think about it, you're like being, you're owning your body and being in control of your body, right? Yeah. So, like, when you're nude in front of strangers, that's a whole other level. Turned, she getting turned on. No, I'm just like, that's a whole other level of confidence that you have to like now portray, right? You just can't stand new, there being uncomfortable. Like, I'm looking. Okay, it's like honestly, you, uh, you know, off off camera, we were talking about different crazy questions that you were throwing at me. Mm. Honestly, when I look at a gentleman or I look at a female, I don't even see the sexual body parts anymore. I just see, uh, like, like a doctor hopefully does, is I see the muscles, right? And the muscles. I ain't at that level of life yet. I I'm not that maturity yet, so. <laughs> just so I'm just immature. I've seen titties, ass, and coochie. No, 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 but I, you know what? I don't see, I, I, well, obviously it's there, but I see more. Than that, I see what muscles need to be stretched and needs to be worked on. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you, you'll see some muscles that need to be stretched. And to be healed, so I see it at a whole new level. But when I first started, it was the same way. It was I, I thought the same way. I was like, oh my god, all these sexual body parts are in me. What the heck am I doing? Am I inviting all these people right. to hurt me again? And I mean, when I first started, but then it, when you go through yoga teacher training. That's that's a whole new world. That's like that's two hundred hours where everybody starts with, and then here I am. I do myself to be a personal trainer. That's another, you know, couple of months of hours of studying muscles. So when you go that deep into learning a body, you get into a whole different level of seeing a human being. And I just have a greater respect now that I can actually see the energy. I can I can see a person differently. So, so basically, if I was to see a child butt naked in the street or a, a someone naked in the street, the first thing I'm not gonna go is, ooh, they need my attention. So basically, like, oh we haven't transcended going on. Do they need to, an, to another to level? Definitely to have, not, I definitely have a to chance to your level. Because I could, I, I would be giggling. You. I would be like, tee, tee, tee. oh my god. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I commend. No, seriously, I 100 miss. But I want to do it. I commend you 100 percent on your maturity and your professionalism right? in your field. I really do because I'm not at that level of my life yet. You know what I'm saying? Because I see my wife. She, I, I see somebody naked on TV. I'm like, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so. I mean, I see my wife naked. I'm ready to jump the bone. You know what I'm saying? This is 15 years. So you have reached that level that transcended. you transcended <laughs> physical uh, enjoyment, and now you know, like, like you know, she, I, she, she seems like she's on that 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 mental where like she could mentally have an orgasm. You know, like. I'm coming down. You know what I'm saying? You can see wait, wait. it. I mean, yeah, there's, there's ways that you can see it and be in that whole level. So when you are when you turn on, you turn on. But when you're not, you're not. There's a way to turn it off that you can, you know, I, I can't stand when people say, oh, you're so hot, I can't turn it off. No, there's a way of doing it. There, there is, because if it wasn't a way, I wouldn't have discovered it. And I wouldn't have found it for myself. Hold on. So um, everyone that is on the culture radio, right, we're going to have to sign off. But you can definitely check out Miss Phoenix by going to uh, new 